Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nettling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. So pleased to have today my guest, Alani, I'm sorry, Amani Roberts. Amani is our guest today, and our theme for today is going to be why do businesses need to get into live streaming, which ties right into my my other piece of my business, which is public <laughs> speaking, yes. and the fear that people have <laughs> of doing live streaming. <laughs> So the goal of this podcast is to help our leader, our leaders and our audience be motivated to be inspired by the topics as well as the guests so that can take their business to the next level. So let us get into this. Let's talk a little bit about Amani. I love how he starts his bio. In the basement of an old bank in Washington, <laughs> D.C., as a college kid, Biz Markey's, watching Biz Markey spin and his life changed forever. Now Imani Roberts, DJ Amro, I love it, DJ Amro, <laughs> is a successful DJ, music producer, podcaster, educator, and business professional. He knows coaching business, own, he now coaches business owners and entrepreneurs on how to use tools and live streaming, podcasting, and DJing to grow his business as well as their business and clientele. He has a Bachelor's of Administration from Howard University and focused on developing his business skills in hotel sales management. Built, uh, it's obvious that that wasn't the direction he wanted to go in based on our earlier comments. Mm -hmm. So he was moving in those music circles, creating his own podcast and spinning and the local bars and clubs in California. Well, what else would you do in California? <laughs> he developed his skills both as a DJ and a music producer at the renowned Scratch Academy in Los Angeles. And these skills ultimately launched him and his DJ career. So you've got a background here. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Today, we're going to just delve into this. And some of your background, I will call on um, some, for some questions later in my rapid fire. But I want to just get right into talking about seven ways live streaming can grow your brand. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Seven ways. You know, the, the first question, as I alluded to, was why do businesses need to get into live streaming? 
Why? My. Why? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I People are like saying, no, no, please, yeah, no. Yeah. I understand there is some trepidation about live streaming, <laughs> but I feel that it is the best way in our current environment to really create one-on-one -on -one connections with your clients, yeah. customers, and potential customers. It offers people a chance to get to know you outside of your brand, whereas you can still have brand messages within your mm -hmm. live stream. And it just, it provides you just a really uh, rapid, quick public relations arm where you can give updates about your business. You can share what you're up to. You can also network with people. It's a really intimate way of networking. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so that's probably the number one reason I would, that comes to mind immediately. You know, as you were saying that one of the things that, that I found and, you know, as I coach people is, you know, start slow. Maybe do this, you know, record a few things, get comfortable. And then you don't even notice that when you turn off the recording and you're doing it live, it seems like you're just in the same comfortable, safe space, right? Yeah. So yeah, the exactly. first time you the first time you DJ'd and and you mm -hmm. you know, you probably had a little bit of intrepidation. <laughs> a bunch, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a bunch. But but look, you learn from those things, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, I would think um, when it comes to live streaming, you know, 95% of people talk about it, but never take action. So if you're mm. one of the 5% that takes action, you're going to be so much further along in a week, a month, a year, yeah. and you'll look back and you'll be like, what took me so long? Yeah. And it's the little win. So just do one minute or a five mm -hmm. minute, you know, people have short extension spans anyway, that's in your favor. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> exactly. be there for an hour. You just want to give them quick little taste and and have them want more right agreed i agree how can they be using podcasting to their advantage we started to touch on that but let's talk yeah. more right we're specifically for podcasting um like when you're interviewing like we're having an interview now mm -hmm. i think it's just like the modern day form of networking yeah. and it's just it's just a great way to create a connection with someone it'll be memorable uh, mm -hmm. I view it as you're attending a master class with whomever you're interviewing because you're asking them questions, they're sharing with you their expertise, their opinions, they're telling mm -hmm. stories. And sometimes that can be really hard to get from people. So when you open it up to a podcast, it's like a master class and an intimate mm -hmm. way of networking. And I think um, it's underrated still. Yeah. Yeah. I find, I find this a great way to network. I, I It's enjoyable. And especially even if you're that introvert, right? This this isn't intimidating, you know. <laughs> As I said, you 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 can tend to forget that there's a camera on you, and it's just like you and I talking, you know. If you need to have a drink on the side, whatever <laughs> yes. to build your confidence. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, what are the most lucrative ways that you can use live streaming to build your business? I think what I've learned so far is there's a couple ways. The first way I would say is probably the most difficult in terms of acquiring sponsorship for your live stream. Uh, for example, you could get some of the equipment sponsored, whether it be a Sony camera, mm -hmm. a you know a, a Windows PC, microphones. Uh, also, you could get different things like editing software sponsored. Those mm -hmm. are probably a little bit easier. But then you can actually get sponsors like you know consumer goods brands. Um, different uh, online platforms might sponsor you. And so I think that's the first way. 
The second way that comes to mind is kind of establish, establishing yourself on a platform that allows for easy monetization during your live stream. For example, I'm a big fan of Twitch. Twitch allows you to monetize. People can subscribe to you. I think that's a very good way. I think like YouTube is kind of following along the same path in terms of mm -hmm. monetization that Twitch is. Even Instagram is now when you can subscribe to people to get exclusive content. So they're kind of all following the format like that. Um, and then the third way would be uh, like a... Uh, the Patreon model, like acquiring mm. uh, people who subscribe to you on a monthly basis, and then maybe you have a private Zoom call, a private call on Discord where you're giving them inside access. They've already paid, they already subscribed to you per month. You just start the live stream and you kind of you get that revenue. You have a live stream for 30 or 45 minutes asking questions, talking to people. And if you duplicate that month over month, the revenue adds up. And I think that that's a way to monetize and to earn revenue off your live stream. Yeah, so as you get those people to subscribe, um, I would think that you also could find the, the ones that may want to have more one-on-one. -on -one. So if you have a coaching business or a course, that would be a great way to kind of have that audience to say, hey, I have this, you know, here's some, is there an interest? And, and definitely then you can um, monetize from that, right? Yeah, definitely. You can build the levels of your sponsorship uh, packets to include the coaching, to include mm -hmm. a 30-minute or 45-minute uh, opportunity call during the month, and it's built in. So they've already paid for it. You schedule it, and it just kind of continues a circle, and it's easy. I think the way that each of these platforms are set up currently it just makes it easy to bring your coaching business or your consulting business online, have people invest at whatever level they want. They could only want you know you ten dollars a month, but that's ten mm -hmm. more dollars than you had before. They could want to spend two hundred or three hundred or four hundred, a thousand dollars a month. That can be a level two, and people will pay if they if they um, reson if what you say resonates with them. They want to learn more. They will pay. They will invest in themselves. The right people will. So the next question that comes to mind is, what type of plan? do you have in terms of, I guess, I don't know, I'm thinking checklist, but that's the project <laughs> manager, that's the project manager in me, you know? <laughs> so what, what should you do first? I would think you need to know what level one, level two, level three is, and then what cost you would put to that. Right. right. I would recommend maybe joining or researching a few Patreons, finding some people that might be in a similar space to you that have mm -hmm. already maybe tried Patreon so you can look and see what they've done. I'd read up and see maybe some other avenues. Patreon is really popular for um, musicians. So you can do that. Then again, on, on YouTube, try to follow mm -hmm. some people who have some levels set up so you can see what they do. Same thing mm -hmm. on Twitch. Um, and let's do your research. Uh, as you're doing the research, start live streaming whether it's you know for five minutes 10 minutes you know 15 or whatever um and just start to practice i will also say which you reminded me in terms of equipment i always advise people to start with what you have first yes. and exhaust those options before buying a lot of equipment a lot of people get paralyzed analysis paralysis mm -hmm. with equipment mm -hmm. And I really recommend to start with what you have and you'll be surprised at what you can do with that equipment right right for sure so what can owners um, learn from you, Mr. DJ? <laughs> learn from me? I mean, I think people can learn about kind of creating content, being creative with the content they, they have, being consistent. I think being consistent is very important because mm -hmm. if people uh, learn to 
Learn that you're always going to be on it Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. You'll create habits. And that way um, they'll always tune in just like must see TV. Um, I think people will learn just the possibilities of live streaming. It's It can be very complex and daunting at first, but maybe you don't use uh, the platform that I use. It's called Open Broadcasting System OBS, which, mm-hmm. which, which is what real television stations use. Maybe you don't use that first. Use like a StreamYard solution or a Zoom mm-hmm. or something or Restream. But you're you can kind of elevate, you know, progress through the different platforms and then you get to a place where you're using the same platforms as, you know, CNN uses, as mm-hmm. NBC uses, and you can really make it more personal. I think you can also learn uh, graphic design, just aesthetically what your aesthetic is. So you can then get that design. So when you go live, it looks like you there's interactive elements. I mean, there's. We could continue to talk about this for for hours, but this is a quick quick example of just some things that they could learn from me, uh, being comfortable in front of the camera, how to maybe advertise your live stream. Maybe you mm-hmm. want to live stream on LinkedIn and not some of the other platforms, and and just uh, starting, stopping, and continuing to process it. Then once you finish, how to use the content you have to create different snippets and different kind of reels and share it on social media, share it in your email newsletter. I mean, it just keeps going. It never ends, but those are just a quick example yeah. of some things that people can learn. <laughs> <clears throat> so right there is all the more reason to have you as a coach because <laughs> you could write a book. Oh, wait, let's do that. <laughs> let's yeah, write a book. Could. Yes, you should you write a book. Everybody yes, would buy that book too. You should write a tempting. book. Yeah, the, the challenge, yeah. Cha- the challenge of writing the book is by the time I finish it and publish it, everything would have changed. <laughs> changed. <laughs> oh, that's not the, the process, but not the process. True. It's you know, True. you know, it, it's again. If I put back my project management hat, you always write the the business objectives and requirements without the technology called out specifically because you know mm-hmm. it's going to change quickly exactly yeah yeah I when agree. you were when you were discussing all of those multiple of great ideas and things uh, what came to mind was well not everybody has got the skills the time or the inclination so at what time have you or um did you put in a VA or a virtual assistant or somebody, a team to mm-hmm. help you with this multiple things right. that you've got rolling in your mind or on your plate. I think uh, I used a virtual assistant a while ago when I just um, was overwhelmed with a lot of the kind of administrative work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when I first use them. Then I changed and now I have like different people who help me with certain things. Like I have a person who helps me with like flyers and creating marketing materials so that I can tell them what I need and get that delivered to me. Um, when I have really complex live streams, a lot of times on Twitch, I'll do game shows, things like that. Mm-hmm. I'll have someone on that'll handle the technology in the background so I can just focus on broadcasting. Also, at times, I need someone to help write maybe trivia questions if I'm doing a trivia game or that. So I have someone help with that. I have someone to help me with my monthly or biweekly newsletter. So I have people that do individual things that help make my life a lot easier. I'm sure I could be even more effective with that and find some people to help me out um, with more work. But right now, that's the space that I'm living in right now. It, it works. Awesome. You know, uh, so many people shy away from things, maybe use an excuse to not do more because 
they don't know how to do it. But as soon as you say graphics or, or mm -hmm. marketing, they like, oh, well, that's not me. I'm sorry, I can't do this. So yeah. I just wanted to make people aware that there are people that like that, <laughs> that yes. are good at that. And yes. that you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for it in the beginning. You know, and as you grow in your business, you can definitely step it up a little bit. But um, yeah, just, you know, use Fiverr.com. That's a really good place. Mm -hmm. You can find some affordable graphic designers there. And for the time being, just let that be your graphic design person and continue to grow. Sure. So how can teams use DJing and music for team building? Mm. I think I think that music kind of crosses over all demographics, whether it be age, race, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how much you earn per per month or year, just all your political affiliation. It cross music crosses over all of those demographics, and it really allows people to remove walls when you're trying to build a team, and uh, people allow people to express themselves through songs, through certain theme songs, through you know maybe if you make a record label. So I just think that. When it comes to team building, music, playing music, picking music that will summarize your mood, your theme song for the year, I think it all ties together and it just helps make the team building experience very unique. <coughs> Excuse me. I think too, I know whenever I've used it, it it's just helps to loosen people up to be <laughs> able to let their creative juices flow. And, and also in networking, sometimes people are hesitant to get going. And if you start to play some music that they all can move around to, then they get less, they have less inhibitions, I guess, or something. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly yeah. what you just said. Yeah, music is awesome. <laughs> it <agree>. is, <laughs> it, this, uh, we definitely have to have more conversations because it's already, <laughs> It's already close to the time, but it is that time for rapid fire. <laughs> All right. Yes, rapid fire is where we'll just give you a word or phrase. Most likely it will be a phrase of something that I pulled from your your extensive bio, biography here to just let us know a little bit more about you. So my first thing that I want to know is what was your first DJ gig? <laughs> huh? And how old were you? Yeah, I started late. So first DJ gig, I was probably 31 or 32. And it mm. was at this this bar in Santa Monica, California. And that was the first one there. It was, I started late, but that was the first one I could... Well, that one, no. It was at this bar in Hermosa. It was called... Oh, I forget the name of the bar. But oh, I've been to Hermosa. There, Hermosa Beach. It was a bar there. It was yeah. on a Wednesday. I brought my equipment. That was my first gig there. So... You went from hotels management to being this entrepreneur extraordinaire. All right. What did you learn from that, I guess, corporate environment that helps you today? A system, specifically like sales systems, mm. accounting systems, reading a P&L, being able to uh, analyze a P&L system, how to sell, close sales, follow up. I learned all my sales skills from hotel because I did a extensive years in sales and marketing. And I was also an operator. So in terms of P&L mm. statement, hiring people, HR, like I learned an immense amount of information from my time in hotels that I use every day. Yeah, well, that's very true. <laughs> All right, so 
you have a remix EP. Yep, Correct. three, it says three. Three of them. Fourth one's on the way. Yes. So give us the name. So if anybody uh, is out there wanting to listen to some great jams, go ahead. Yes. Yes. The remix experience, volumes one, two, and three. It's on oh, Spotify. Yeah, it's that. on Spotify. So if you look up a starter jacket remix on Spotify, you'll find us. That's myself and my production partner. And we're working on our fourth one. We actually have a ton. We could probably do a fifth and a sixth one, but we're working on the fourth one now. And that's where you can find us. You can also find me on Bandcamp if you want to purchase any of the individual tracks, ah. which is uh, bandcamp.com backslash Amani Experience, too. Do you put that on your website, those links to those things? I need to add the Bandcamp. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> for I do, sure. Need, I need to, do need to do a little website maintenance for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where you get your, your VA to do that for you, too, because exactly. you got more important things. All right. Yes. The next thing is... What is on the horizon besides that book? What is on the horizon in your journey? Yeah, horizon. So the book is probably one of the top priorities in terms of uh, um, the R&B music, why there are no longer any black R&B groups on the Billboard Top 20 charts since 2004. Yeah, yeah. why? That's, that's a complex question that we okay. have to have a whole other episode of this. All right, but another episode on that, definitely. A lot going on there. That's one priority, uh, more professional speaking. Um, that's probably more just spreading the word about like live streaming, gamifying mm -hmm. hybrid events, uh, hosting game shows in a in-person or virtual uh, atmosphere. I'm working on this really big award show that we're doing virtually on Twitch, but it's just a nice model that any company that has associates across the world can emulate so they can honor and give people their flowers while they're here. Those are probably the top three things that are kind of on the horizon for me. So my... um. One question was related to something you just said regarding the things on the horizon. And you you talked about your book. You talked about your game show. Yes, yes. Tell us a little bit mm -hmm. more about, because that's a big rage right now to do quizzes and things. Mm -hmm. And everybody, I mean, I love game shows. So I want to know, what's your game show? So we, we have a variety of game shows that we really started to do during the pandemic virtually, but now have transformed into in-person uh, family feud. We play the traditional family feud game in person and virtually Hollywood squares. We do that mm -hmm. virtually in person. Uh, Password is a fun and exciting one yeah. I like that for, for introductions. That's one we can do virtually in person. I have one we created called the Music Maven. It's like a music trivia show where it combines uh, music trivia identifying songs, finishing lyrics of songs, and then photographs of musicians. That's a fun one. That's a new one. That's mm -hmm. really popular. Um, and then every once in a while, we can emulate like Price is Right, which is a really fun one. That's, yeah. that's fun. I'm trying to think. And then the match game. The match oh, game, which is like the, the classic. old one. Yes, the classic. classic. <laughs> so those are like a list of our game shows. We can do all in person or virtual, and it's becoming very, very popular for people who want different kinds of entertainment at events yeah i was just gonna say yeah mm -hmm. you know as you do your three-day events or your conventions that's a great exactly. thing to add yes. yes so if you have that if you're listening in yes call me <laughs> call me yes we can do it you know <laughs> before the main session occurs at the breaks in the evening as a segue yeah. to the entertainment like there's many places to put it that works very well 
Yeah, and and games like that, again, if we go back to the music, games are the same thing to help people lose those inhibitions to really start to gel with one another and and have fun. And when you start having fun, you learn more. I agree 100%. Yes. Well, it's been just wonderful talking with you, and we will have to have a couple more sessions to really go into some of the other pieces a little bit deeper, but... I do want to share your information. So this is where I warn all of those folks out there that are just listening that I'm going to be sharing my screen and it has contact information. I will give you verbally the contact information for the website, but, uh, and those of you that are watching, please get your uh, finger ready to screenshot. <laughs> yes. Yes. There it is. <laughs> all right. So here we go. We have the website is the Amani Experience.com, A-M-A-N-I-E-X-P-E-R-I-E-N-C-E.com. Again, the website is the Amani Experience.com. You just heard what all he has out there on that website mm -hmm. and more to come. Mm -hmm. So you want to do that. You can check him out on Facebook at the Amani Experience. And he is also at LinkedIn if you're ready to get something going with a, a, a event or a convention that needs some entertainment for sure. Check him out. So that is at Amani Roberts on LinkedIn. And again, the website is AmaniExperience.com. So again, it has been just a wonderful conversation that we've had today. I learned a lot. I'm going to rewatch this and take um, <laughs> copious notes because always can enhance what I do with what you're doing. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for being such a great guest. It, it's been my pleasure, Vicki. Thank you for having me. All right. So again, as always, I tell everyone life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nethling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nethling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast. <laughs>